and this is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is My Mind Emporium. Welcome to my podcast, ladies and gentlemen. How you guys are doing on this Friday? Thank God it's Friday, even though Friday is not significant when you don't really have a job or you can work and you feel like it. But it's a very significant day. Hope everybody had an amazing week since y'all are all still searing from the drama that called by Portia Williams. Uh, and I already told y'all what I felt about it. I said it was a storyline. Y'all should be worried about it. It ain't no big diggy. Um, so you guys know how I like to start my podcast off. It's about some topics that really catch my eye. I would like to get more scientific ones, to be quite honest with you. Um, so this caught my eye. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not a Juice World fan. I never heard his music before. Um, and I found it to be tragic. He was a very young man um, when he passed away. But I want to talk about this because it's a narrative. People keep spinning a different narrative that something happened. And um, I'm not laughing at it. I'm laughing at a picture of a Mariana Raspi. Anyway, um, but, you know, people try to spin the marriage of a certain type of way about what happened with Juice World. Um, and I found this on Rap Seat. A rap C TV and said the truth about Juice World's death revealed. Um, and it's sad, okay, because people always spin a narrative that somebody's always an overdose. It's never a possibility that somebody murdered them, or never a possibility that you know the person could have died of natural causes, which I don't know what the hell that is, but that's what y'all said. I don't know what natural cause it is. So I want to talk about this. And some fans got together. This guy, his name is Chris Long's Films, and he basically said. Jay did not swallow a bunch of pills because the police were at the airport. We gave no fucks about that being about them being there. He could have flushed them down the toilet if he cared. Jay was just hooked bad. The amount he took daily was absorbed and he hid how much he really took took from mostly everyone. Everyone around him tried really hard to get him down to slow down, get him to slow down. When he agreed to rehab, it was because he wanted to lower his tolerance. He didn't want to stop. Jay was supposed to go to rehab that month. We tried so hard to do positive things every day, like ride dirt bikes or paintball to keep busy and not do pills. But every night, once he hit the studio, that was it. He loved it. I never thought he would OD. I was always scared of getting bad press pills. So get test strips. I tested every batch he got, but no one knew how much he really took because he was hiding it. Once, Max, I really started counting how much he had and how fast he went through them. This is so sad. I miss him so much. Every day I miss having someone to talk to that, talk to that understand me and care. I miss goofing off. I miss filming him freestyling for me because he knew I loved him. I loved it. I miss making him Red Baron pizza at 3.30 a.m. and he liked it burnt as fuck. Shit, I miss rolling his blunts. I had to watch his little brother die at my feet. I had to look in his eyes while he was dying and I couldn't do anything about it. He had nothing to worry about. He knew the cops were there before he landed. We put the strap in my bag. It was all good and I had a clean record and I'm a registered owner. I had no problem taking that charge. He had nothing to worry about. He knew that the cops were there before we landed. Okay, I already said that. He says, I had to watch Allie holding him, screaming, losing the love of my life right in her arms. 
I miss my brother, man. Why can't it have been been me, not him? So that's the sad truth of what happened to Ju uh, Juice World. Um, I could honestly still go out to his family. And it's nice for people to know. People need to know the narrative of what really happened instead of the what they assumed to happen. And it's good for him to get the story out there about what really happened. Um, so I'm happy he was able to get that out there. Um, another disturbing story to me, and I found this from a, a celebrity T with, with Z. And it's, um, the news is, is that multi-platinum songwriter Jay Wright arrested for allegedly killing his girlfriend on Mother's Day. According to a report, multi-platinum multi -platinum songwriter Jay Wright, real name Justin L. Wright, has been arrested on murder charges. He has been accused of killing his girlfriend on Mother's Day. The incident is said to have taken place in Davenport, Iowa. Police responded to a call about a disturbance in a house, in a home, when they found 20-year-old Walana Bibbs, Jay Wright's girlfriend, had been shot. She reportedly died from her injuries. He has been charged with first-degree murder and is being held on a $500,000 cash bond. Jerry Wright is a multi-platinum songwriter and has worked with Omorian, Cash Doll, Timberland, Rich Roth, and Gucci Mane, and more. I ain't saying this, but this is low-key why I don't deal with relationships at all. I hope this is a lighter news because I kind of start off a little dark. So this is from bossup.com and it says, uh, the, <laughs> the title of the article is Cheetah Girls. It says, Adrian Ballon doesn't see a problem with Portia Williams plan to marry her co-worker's estranged husband. Y'all know the story about Adrian Balon, right? Okay. See, Adrian Balon is married to Israel Houghton. Israel Houghton had freshly gotten a divorce from his wife. And not too long after they got that fresh divorce, her and Israel got married. So, yeah. In other words, she ain't judging and she ain't throwing no rocks because she live in a glass house. All right. It says everybody and their mama has been weighing in on a Portia Williams, Portia Williams trendy top trending topic engagement to Simon Grabadia. I said Grabadia or something like that. It's Grabadia. So why shouldn't the ladies of the real? Now Adrian Ballon is saying she doesn't see why everyone is all in uproar about the situation. While discussing the topic with the ladies of the real, Ballon didn't seem to see an issue with the details surrounding Portia and Simon engagement. Adrian said, this is my take on the whole situation. If Fallon doesn't have a problem with it, why should we? If Fallon has moved on, his ex-wife has moved on, and she's doing her thing, then let's move on. Fallon hasn't directly commented on whether she has a problem with Portia and Simon's engagement, but the housewives didn't make a statement following the news, writing that she was focused on Fallon's and her divorce from the businessman. The star also said that she was sending positives to everyone, positivity to everyone. Adrian response, response has Jenny Mai covering her face, letting out a smile, and comedian Lana loved and appeared convinced that Adrian truly meant that what she said was saying and shot back at a scenario of her. 
Let's be real though. If your coworker married Israel, Adrian Balan's husband, in a month, I mean, come on, Adrian responds. Here's the difference. Portia Williams said her and Fallon are not friends. You all are my friends. Uh, well, Jenny Ma not your friend because she didn't invite y'all to the wedding. So, Lonnie. Uh, I forgot who was in the cast. Lonnie. Well, yeah, Lonnie Love now is your friend. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, trying be, I'm not trying to be funny. Um, okay. <clears throat> Back to this. Y'all are my friends, and I've lived life with you people. There's a difference. They might have shot some scenes together, but that doesn't mean they're friends. Garcella had a much different opinion. Not enough noting. It's only been a month since Simon announced he and Fallon was splitting. It feels like each party needs time to reflect. You can peep how Adrian and all the ladies on the real weigh in on the situation over at Bobflip.com. So, I, like I said, I y'all already know how I feel about the situation. I already told y'all what it was, and y'all know that she's getting her own spinoff. So I'm not going to say nothing else. I'm not going to mention anything else about this. Um, and they're not divorced. Just to let you guys know, they're not divorced. They're in the process of divorcing. But a lot of times before you divorce, you do have people who are separated and are not together. So there's a lot of technicalities when you're dealing with married people. So I can't give an opinion on this because, you know, I just can't give an opinion on this. So that concludes the topics that I found to uh, be interesting to me. Um, today on Fake Ass Friday, I will be talking about Phony Fefe. <laughs> Y'all know who Phony Fefe is? <laughs> Phony Fefe is Phaedra. Miss Phaedra Parks, honey. Miss Phaedra Parks, ESQ. The reason I want to talk about her because one of the things y'all tried to bring up, and I probably should have did her before I did Erica Jane, um, but y'all tried to bring up what she did to Candy back in the day. Um, what she was wrong, but now when you look at the whole situation that's happening. But we're going to talk about Phaedra, Miss um, Parks. We're going to talk about the situation going on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Then we're going to talk about, um, do I really want to talk about that other situation with Fonny Pepe? Do I need to remind y'all? I don't know. I don't want to mess with her because she know the law. And when somebody know the law, I don't want to, um, I don't want to piss them off. So I'm going to not too much on Phaedra, but I'm going to talk about what she did. Oh, Lord, have mercy. You better not go live, neither while I'm doing my podcast, girl. But I want to talk about Phaedra and why they keep going back to this topic if you don't understand the reference to the dungeon. So um, sit back and relax and get some popcorn. We're going to talk about the real housewife of Fakeville. This article is from BarbaraTV.com. And it says Phaedra Parks addressed claims that she started. Um, hold on. She addressed claims that she started. I don't know why it's moving slow. 
Phaedra Parks speaks out about the reunion bombshell involving Candy Barrett's rumors. All right. So this was written on May 3rd, 2017. And so this was freshly talked about. And the reason why I'm bringing this up, because it plays a huge part in what's going on as of right now. Okay. Um, it says, I'm sure the footage speaks for itself, the Real Housewife attorney said. Okay. It was written by Laura Rosenfield. It says, our jaws are still on the floor after part three of the season of this season, Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion. Portia William revealed that Phaedra Parks was the person who originally told her that Candy Burns and her husband Todd Tucker had once wanted to drug her to take advantage of her. The episode ended on a cliffhanger with Phaedra having yet to address accusations at the reunion. Having seen the sneak peek of the historic fourth installment of the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion, we know that it's only going to get more explosive from there. So this is when this whole situation freshly happened. And like I said, it's still relevant to this day because as y'all see, y'all know what's going on with T.I. and Tiny. And like I said, I'm not going to not too much with T.I. and Tiny um, because I'm just saying, if you know, if you like 15, 20 minutes, I don't know where they stay at, but because I'm in the city where they stay at, I ain't really fucking with them like that. But we all know the whole situation going on with T.I. and Tiny and the accusations are being made and we always end up back because everything comes full circle to what Phaedra accused Tiny, not Tiny, Phaedra accusing Candy and Todd Tucker of doing. So, you know... It's being brought back up again because everybody's trying to figure out was Phaedra telling the truth? So, yeah. It says, but Phaedra has already broken her silence on a matter during an interview with people before the episode aired. It's funny to think that I have an additional time to be caught up in gossip, she said. I have several jobs, as we know, and I have two small children, but I think everyone always has to blame someone. Phaedra went on to say that she's sure the footage speaks for itself. She also said that she doesn't go out of her way to talk about people on the show, but rather just discuss what's going on in her, in her personal life. Others can't stop mentioning me, Phaedra said. Their whole family mentioned me. Their whole staff mentions me. It's just endless mentioning of me. This accusation seems to back up with, with some of Phaedra's fellow Georgia Peaches have claimed at the reunion that she presents herself as prim and proper, Southern Belle most of the time, but they may not be who she is deep down inside. You know, Phaedra has a whole closet full of skeletons, too. But like I said, not too much on Fepe because uh, I live in Atlanta. I ain't fucking with the folks like that. <laughs> and this woman know the law. She know the law because she went to school for law. So I can't sit there and argue with somebody that know the law and know how to twist and turn the law at their, uh, um, at their will. I can't do that. Back to the, uh, the article. Most of the time, I would say, especially when she sees flaunting insubissive teeny weenie bikinis during group trips. People are constantly talking about, oh, you're not this. And I'm like, wow, it's so many people with this Christian handbook that I have not received, Park told people. So I've been praying that whoever owns the Christian dress code has the handbook and they should send me a copy. Because I don't see anywhere in the Bible where it lays out their strict guidelines about laughing and having fun and wearing baby suits. Where did they get this dress code for being a Christian? I thought it was about your hearts. Mm. We we ain't gonna have no discussion about how to be a Christian, honey. But okay. 
But Phaedra said that those who really know her know that the kind of person she truly is. Sometimes when people don't have anything concrete, they just attack your character, she explained. But my character speaks for itself. Anyone who knows me know I'm a very gracious, I'm very helpful, and a lot of the things I do for people, you never see it on camera. Because that is not my intention to get praises for it. My intention is to be a vessel and to be used for the power purpose of empowering people. As for the person who, who those rumors were about, Candy, she had quite the reaction to the truth coming out, which we'll see more of in part four of the Real Housewives reunion. I was shocked, angry, and disgusted. I could go on. Y'all can find that reunion on um what it got, Real Housewives of everything. So y'all can find that on Hulu. You can find it. Is it Hulu? Yeah. You can find it reunion on Hulu because they have Real Housewives of Atlanta on Hulu. And you can also find it on YouTube because some people like recording it and post it on YouTube. Let me continue. Um, Even with everything that has happened between me and Phaedra, I still didn't think Phaedra would go solo as to tell someone that I want to drug them. Being an attorney, you would think she would intentionally spread defamatory false Statements about someone, Candy wrote on her latest blog on BravoT.com. That sad thing was that she didn't even seem sorry for what she had done. I was thinking, damn, was there a reason to hate me this much? Shari insisted Johnny Winston is helping me him to meet an attorney to sue me. And now I find out she was spreading accusations that I wanted to drug people and take them home? This is too much. I'm so glad that truth finally came out and I'm glad to be able to move on from this. Thank you for everyone who remains in candy, especially when ones were believing that weren't believing the lies, who were believing the lies. The drama is just getting started on this season, Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion. And this is old, so they already finished a reunion for this season and they keep bringing it up. So I had to bring back up where it all came from and where it all stemmed from. So, um... Let's talk about this for a minute. Because we're gonna talk about, we're not only gonna be talking about Feifei, we're gonna talk about also um we can talk about something else. But I'm gonna talk to y'all about how it affects Phaedra and what happened with Phaedra, because Phaedra ended up getting kicked off the show because of this, this whole accusation. And like Candy said, you know, you don't make accusations like that saying that you drug someone. And you put them in the basement or you have a dungeon for them, which you put them in and you have sex with them. That's not something you joke about. That's not something that's funny. That's just not funny. That's not something you joke about. But here's, let me give you my two cents on what happened. Because this is how it happened. What happened was they had started this rumor and Portia swelled up and down. She did not know it was fake. Okay, we're going to talk about Portia on another day and how her reaction to this, because this is this is this is when she threw her under the bus. OK, she threw Phaedra under the bus. We ain't going to sit me and act like she didn't throw Phaedra under the bus. She said that at like Phaedra was just sitting there playing mind games. She knew what was going on. Portia's not stupid. She's not a stupid woman. OK, how do you think she what do you think she's doing right now? She playing the field. She playing the role. She doing her job. She trying to keep that check coming on. She trying to keep the lights on in the house. She trying to keep mansion. That's what Phaedra, that's what Portia is doing. But I'm going to talk about what I think what happened with Phaedra and what went down with Phaedra. 
All right. If anybody know about at the time when all these rumors were coming out before this season happened, because I want y'all to understand all these good things were happening to Candy. All right. Candy had gotten married. Candy had a beautiful little baby boy. And now, you know, she has a beautiful little baby girl. So when this was all happening, all these things were happening with Candy. And Candy had built a huge empire off of sex toys and Candy Coated Night. And Candy's basically open about her sex life, which I feel like she is too open. Because when you open your sex life too much, then people can speculate what the hell they want to. Like with this situation, they speculated that Candy was going around drugging people and putting them in the basement which is not true so at the time when this rumor had came out what had happened was apollo ass got sent back to jail mm -hmm. now i don't know if y'all remember angela stanton but at the time, Angela, well, before this had happened, Angela Stanton had basically came out and said that Phaedra was the uh, was a was allegedly, I gotta say allegedly, Phaedra was allegedly the mastermind behind the crime ring that Apollo and his brother was doing. All right. So Apollo got in trouble again for doing the crime. Of course, she divorced him. And of course, Phaedra, being that she's a person of law, knew how to skip her way around it. But it still brought light to what Angela Stanton said and what had happened. So the reason why I think Phaedra did what she did and she threw Candy under the bus was because because Phaedra was trying to hide any involvement that had to do with the crimes that Apollo and his brother were committing. Okay? That's what I think had happened. Now, Phaedra and Candy were best friends, okay? Anybody know, it's not the first time Phaedra was on reality TV on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Phaedra was on a Tiny and Toya show, and she was giving legal advice to Toya. Y'all remember that? And then all of a sudden, she ended up on The Real Housewives of Atlanta, and the girl told more lies than she could do. She was telling all these lies, talking about something she got pregnant after Apollo got out of jail. When, or she got pregnant before uh, her Apollo got married when she was pregnant while they got married all that all that all that and people start telling stories specifically Angela Stanton told the story about how she got caught up with Phaedra and her husband and Apollo's brother so this was after the season. This season happened after the whole situation with Apollo and Phaedra. And, you know, they had the little thing where they were up there fussing. And she was telling Bun, Bun, little Bun, you better get him. But you better get him, Bun. You get him, Bun. They had this whole blowout on TV. 
and she divorced him and she actually didn't want nothing to do with him because he was committing a crime and people went all the way back and that's why i said things always come full circle that's how life works that's how life do things that's nature things always come full circle now what happened was people brought back up the whole Angela Stanton thing. People started looking into that. And so Phaedra decided to bring up an old rumor about Candy. Because you remember I told y'all there was a rumor. There was allegations going around that Candy and Tiny like young girls. Okay? So... I'm going to be straight up honest with you what Fei Fei did. Fei Fei didn't want nobody to look into the Angela Stanton situation. And Fei Fei was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do you one great. We're going to throw the whole bus over Candy because we all know that she likes having another woman in the bedroom. So we're going to exaggerate that and say that she likes drugging people and having sex with them. So these allegations were made because let's be straight up honest. There was some truth to it, but she put candy in it. And she claimed that candy was like that. She couldn't throw tiny under the bus because tiny was not part of the real housewives of Atlanta, which it would be a mess. If tiny was part of the real Housewives of Atlanta, can you imagine how much sooner they would have found this out? So she had to do something, right? She had to get the cameras off of her. She had to get things off of her. But I have to agree with Candy. How can you as a lawyer throw somebody under a bus and how you do something to defame someone's character knowing how it could affect them? Because this is when the Me Too movement started to roll, rise up. And so you got to be careful when you're accusing people of being Pill Cosby. You can't be doing that. People going to jail now for stuff like that, for accusations like that. And so Phaedra did that. But Phaedra know better because Phaedra is an attorney. And she know that when you come out, when you come out with the rumors and law, and I'm going to be straight up honest with you, especially when you black and you got money, law enforcement are always looking at you. Okay, especially when you black and you got money. Law enforcement start looking at you the day you make your first million. Trust and believe, honey. So I hope you paying your taxes. Hope you got your bills together. Hope you got uh, receipts of what you're spending your money on. All that, all that, all that. You doing something illegal, you better take care of your business. Make sure your I's are dotted and your T's across. So you best believe... The FBI were already looking at this whole situation. So for Portia to put it, I mean, not Portia, for Phaedra to put it out there, knowing that the law was probably already investigating Candy and Todd to begin with, makes her the worst person ever. 
It makes her awful, awful person. And she knew better. And she knew. She probably knew that the law enforcement was looking at that whole situation. That's why she threw candy under, threw candy under the bus and got off the show and ran at the speed of light. <laughs> she ran, honey. Because she didn't want them sitting up there looking in her backyard and looking at her closets, honey. She got all them skeletons in her closet, too. But she was like, uh-uh. What I'm going to do is I'm going to throw this rumor out there by candy. I'm going to run. Because she ain't went back on TV. Now, I agree with Wendy Williams when I say that I feel like Phaedra should have had her own show when it came to law. And she gave legal advice. And then she did something like that with her. But apparently, Bravo like dealing with people who are committing crimes. And so they don't want nobody being on there who are, who are in law and committing crimes. Because now y'all know about Jan Shaw. Y'all see what's happening with um, Dorit Kinsley. And y'all see what's happening with uh, Erica Girardi. They want to keep their little criminal ass cash, honey. They want to keep their criminals paid. So they trying to stay away from the law. But I think that Phaedra should have had her own show and when she was giving legal advice. Um, I agree with Wendy Williams when she said that she should have had her own show when she was sitting up there giving legal advice. I thought that would have been a great idea. And I would have definitely watched the show because Phaedra has a personality of a reality star and she needs to be on TV. So um, with that being said, I hope you guys like today's podcast. I wish I could talk more about this, but I can't. I don't have the energy to talk about this because it took a lot to go all the way back in my pocket and go all the way back to four or five years ago to what happened because, y'all, it's a lot. And it's a lot to remember. I still think they need to give Phaedra her little show. I really do. Um, but if they know that she committed a crime and she's too hot and the FBI looking at her, same thing with Jen Shaw. Y'all saw what happened? Bravo, like paying the uh, criminals, honey. The thing is, they have people like this on TV because they're interesting. They know they be committing crimes. They know it comes for a good... Uh, they give them something to talk about. It gives the show a storyline. That's what happened with Teresa Gadiche. Because Lord knows the Real Housewives of New Jersey should have been canceled 10 years ago. That show should have been canceled. But that whole thing with Teresa, honey, and her husband. And the fact of the matter is, even um, Danielle knew they were a crime family. They were doing some crime. She accused him of doing a crime, them being the mob. But Danielle, she got little skeletons in her closet, too. That's somebody else I need to also talk about, honey. Girl, I forgot about Danielle Styles. Girl. Honey, it was what one of the real, other real housewives said when she called her by her real name, honey. Now, now I want to talk about Danielle Styles. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys for listening to my podcast this is my mind emporium i hope you guys have a nice friday don't get caught up in the law and stop keeping up with the kardashians because even the kardashians can't keep up with themselves with that being said i am like so totally outie